0: Blog Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: post time with Mike and Mike. This is one of our first test shows. I'm Michael Carter and we'll be joined momentarily by Michael Bozich. We're going to make him live now. Mike, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? We are on and live. Uh, Michael Carter joined by uh, Michael Bozich. Uh Mike, I'll let you go ahead and take the lead, my friend.
0: Well, First of all, you see why it says test show on there. This is the reason why it says post time <laughs> with Mike and Mike test show, because uh, you know we anticipate storms and in uh, bad drivers and rainy conditions and you know lightning striking mere feet from me and and uh, driving <laughs> through a river to get home. But uh, other than that, uh, it's it's usually about a forty-five minute drive. For and I guess I should introduce the show instead of ranting um you've got post time with mike and mike i'm mike bozich the track announcer from aaron's philadelphia uh the voice that you heard first and you will hear often is the uh voice of buffalo raceway michael carter and uh this is post time with mike and mike and this is indeed a test show and what we mean by test show is uh very simply just that um and we're going to go forward with the podcast um, a regular podcast concerning the sport of harness racing, and uh, uh, we just we want to do it right, plain and simple. And the reason that we're doing these test shows is because we want to get the glitches out of the way. We're on BlogTalkRadio.com. Uh, we're going to be on some more outlets as we uh, move along in time, but uh, we just want to get the kinks out, out and the uh, kinks ironed out, I should say. And uh, that's
1: exactly what we're doing right now,
0: Mr. Gordon
1: Well, good. Yeah, it's nice to uh, to get on the air. And uh, calling in was easy for me. I don't know how it was for you, but getting in here was easy. I saw your phone number pop up. We're going to talk about a number of things, including the international trot from Yonkers Raceway uh, presented the show. That part of the show tonight is presented by a fantasy dot And I'll get uh, Mike Bozic will uh, – We'll go over that here in a moment. We're also going to go over stuff from the Red Mile. They've got some Grand Circuit racing going out, going on over there, including the Kentucky Futurity that is scheduled to go off tomorrow as well. And uh, maybe we'll take some phone calls later on. How does that sound?
0: Sounds good. What a fantastic uh, card, both for Yonkers and uh, Red Mile tomorrow. I mean, it's it's a great day for harness racing, both uh, racing in the afternoon. Uh, let's see. Red Mile starts at one o'clock. Yonkers starts at two. So if you're a harness racing fan, you're going to be in heaven tomorrow. Big, big cards, and then of course you've got the Breeders' Crown right around the corner. So it's a great time to be a harness
1: racing fan. It is definitely, and uh, Mike, uh, let's go ahead and get started with uh, with from Yonkers tomorrow.
0: Well, the International Trot. I see. I've jotted down some notes here, and uh, well, they they're probably wet. So uh, let's see if I can, but, but actually what I did was, is I jotted down some, uh, uh, they're probably laying in the water somewhere, but some international trot facts. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's, it's. Uh, and here we go. You know, this is the first time, Mike, and especially for newcomers, the international trot, a big, big race. The first time since 1995 that this thing's uh, getting started. And uh, Mike, do you know where the, uh, the first uh, racetrack is? uh before Yonkers that actually had the International Trump?
1: good idea good question i have no idea
0: roosevelt raceway of course 1959 <laughs> to 1988 roosevelt. absolutely and uh now now here's the thing now i did the scoreboard of the countries uh and i have the ones that are go- that are going to be represented in the Yonkers Trump, but uh As far as wins, now this race has been going on from 1959 all the way to 1995, and 88, I think, was the last year at at, uh, Roosevelt before it moved over to Rosecroft, to to, uh, Yonkers. But uh, during that time, as far as countries are concerned, if you're interested in the country scoreboard, the United States of America has 15 wins. France has 13, so there are only two back, and uh, they've got one representative tomorrow. More on that in a moment. But the Canada's got two. The Netherlands has one. Italy has one, and Denmark has one. Wow! So, uh, the, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like the Olympics if you think about it. And the very first yeah, international trot was nineteen. Yeah, and the very uh, first international trot was nineteen fifty nine. At the Roosevelt, went for a purse of fifty thousand uh, dollars, which is uh, what an overnight nowadays. And uh, it was a crowd of 48,000 came out to see that particular race at uh, at Roosevelt. So did you have a chance to look at this race? It's a good one.
1: Yeah, I've taken a look at uh, some uh, a few things, actually. And um, for those of you who are looking at the program, and, Mike, you may want to know this as well, uh, our buddy at Hardest Racing in America, Brandon Volvo, actually made a supplemental uh, post-position – I mean, not post-position, but charted lines for every race, Overseas, like for every horse overseas, so you're looking at a regular program. It's blank. You really can't see anything. Uh, he has taken it and put it into a U.S. version on his website. So uh wow,
0: that's, uh, that's I've taken uh, a, a, hats off. Hats off the Brandon.
1: Well, I'll tell you, it really helps because you know on the morning line anyway, it, you know it says five one two. Well, we know who Be a Magician is. Most of us know who Creatine is, but who who is Papago? E. No one really knows, and so it's nice to be able to look at his starts. And looking at his past performances, you know, granted he had a hard time in the UET Masters last time out, starting from post 11, just could not get out at all. And the way the line is charted, and these are unofficial charted lines, by the way, um, he was parked most of the mile and just couldn't get out. I really like the start, two starts back in the uh, Jubilee um, Spokalin, excuse me, for the Swedish people who uh, who may check us out in the future. Uh, this horse was closing strongly and finished second, only beaten by a length and a half, and really looked sharp in that race. So I got to like uh, Potego just a little bit. But Mike, the one horse, uh, the French horse, Tomoku, hasn't really been performing all that well here lately.
0: Well, no, the, uh, the 2014 uh, Elite Lomp winner, uh, $3,700,000 in career earnings And yeah, even if you just look at the last finishes The last couple of finishes uh, It doesn't really take a rocket scientist To figure out that uh, The 8-year-old's the, uh, the not in his top form right now But This is what intrigues me And, uh, you know If you're going to wager on the event You know, that's one thing But certainly it is a, It's great to be a fan of You've got two horses in here from the United States Two horses from Italy Two horses from Sweden, two horses from Norway, one from France, and one from Canada. So you have six different countries being represented here, and it goes off as the fourth race tomorrow. And, and of course, you've got another storyline, Mike. You've got the mare against the boys, of course, with Be a Magician. Now We've watched the 2013 Horse of the Year just be outstanding, taking it to the boys uh, especially. And, you know, a lot of people thought, that uh, this horse w- was kind of done for. But she come in here in uh, 2015, and she has been lights out as a five-year-old. Like,
1: I'll tell you, last year she looked sharp in the longer-distance races. She won the Hamiltonian Maturity. And I'll tell you what, my, my biggest thing with being a magician has always been she can race at the bigger distances, the longer distances. And for those of you who don't follow harness racing, the standard distance is one mile. And I tell you what, the mile in an ace, Hamiltonian maturity, she looked really sharp in. And uh, I, I think I might have misspoke, Mike. I think she might have finished second in that race. But she did come home strongly. And I have always said and I've always been a proponent of longer distances, shorter distances. So with, uh, for those of you who might follow thoroughbred racing, uh, we would consider her stretching out here. And the mayor Be a magician definitely is one to watch out for. She has been in top form as of late. But, Mike, the other horse I really like and that has been taking a lot of, I don't want to call it a lot of play, but a lot of vocal uh, vocalization-wise is Creatine. Creatine is coming back from overseas after a uh, stint over there. But Creatine's been racing very well considering when Jimmy Tactor sent Maven overseas, she didn't do all that well. She won a couple of races. Now she's on the shelf injured. But I'll tell you what, Creatine done, hasn't done bad. He got a tough trip in the UAT Masters final, but he was still second by two and a half lengths.
0: Well, certainly, and a lot of the uh, the uh, harness fans, uh, of course, in the United States. Remember the 2014 Alaraj Trot with that tremendous uh, win over Sebastian K, and of course Creatine. It's the prime spot at Yonkers. Make no mistake about it, the rail or the cones or the pegs or whatever you want to refer to it. <laughs> the inside is definitely the place to be, and, uh, you know, that's where creatine is. It's going to be a tremendous race and a tremendous event, and Yonkers has done a fantastic job of, of promoting it, and it's really going to be a fun race to watch. Once again, it's race four on their card tomorrow, and uh, they get underway at one. 1- Oh, no, they get underway at 2 p.m. They're so 2 p.m. safe yep. to say, what, what would you say the post time would, would be for the, the international? A little, little after 3, maybe? Uh, well, well, three, Probably a little after
1: three, 3, 3.30, something along those lines. They're going to cater. I know they're showing the race all over the world. So they're going to cater to um, – they're going to cater, obviously, to those people playing overseas. and um, But, Mike, one other horse I really wanted to look at real quick was Natural Herbie. Is first-time Lasix in this race, adding Lasix for the first time. And if you notice, most of the horses in this race, other than Be a Magician, the horses shipping in from overseas, they don't race on Lasix over there.
0: Yeah, we can't forget about Natural Herbie, and it seems like when you forget about Natural Herbie, is when Natural Herbie, uh, you know, comes to get you. I mean, uh, in this horse <laughs> uh, was the it did win the the International Trap Preview, I think last year, right? The one the yeah won the International the, the Trap Preview, preview at,
1: here at Yonkers.
0: Right, right. Now, see, that wasn't all my notes. That was strictly from memory. Uh, and actually, as it was I <laughs> couldn't nice. read my notes because it's wet. But uh, you know, multiple uh, sire stakes champ has been was was dynamic in Indiana. Uh, was natural Herbie, and is uh, went on to uh, surprise a lot of people by being very competitive and sometimes victorious. Uh, you know, against the the big guys, and that's where he is here. Post seven. Oh boy, it's gonna be tough, especially with that, a that's, that's gonna be
1: tough. Definitely, it's going to be tough. Well, That's it's a no mile overseas. and a
0: quarter. It's a mile and a quarter. Yeah. The distance it could be the great equalizer.
1: And that is very true. And, you know, I know, like, Mosaic face on the outside with Adrian uh, Plozini driving, 6-1 to one on the morning line, uh, went 155-2 and two last time out. I'll tell you what, some of these uh, overseas horses uh, that have been racing over a half, and when they race over a half, Mike, they're, they race against sometimes 16, 15, 17, 18 horse fields. So I, I really don't think that outside post is going to be too much of a problem for some of these guys. You know, Oasis B and BBS Sugarlight are kind of caught um, back in with on the second tier, but I, I really don't think that's a disadvantage as much as people, you know, think it might be.
0: Well, no, and, and uh, you know, and I will, I will venture to say that this race will not be single file at any point. Oh no, I, I can honestly say that they, we'll, this will not be a at any point. You know, yeah. Well, go ahead, Mike. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that uh, Mosaic Face was second in the in the uh, 2015 Elite Lob. So, in this horse uh, is from Sweden, and Sweden uh, does uh, is actually looking for their first win of the international wow. trot.
1: Out of the uh, yeah, out of yeah. the uh, six countries that have won, Sweden has not been one of them. Well, this, uh, so we're looking at the, the races at Yonkers tomorrow. Like Mike said, they'll start out two o'clock now. They've got four, one and one quarter mile races. So it's going to be a lot of fun to kind of watch what happens, uh, during the day. And over the next few minutes, uh, we're going to, we're going to kind of shift tracks to the red mile now, but over the next few minutes, uh, We'll take some uh you know, a couple phone calls if we've got time. Uh you can give us a call here at eight oh five two eight five nine seven nine two and uh we'll talk international trot with you. Uh whatever questions you might have. But uh Mike, I'll tell you what, the card at the red mile tomorrow is probably one of the best cards I've seen. Uh besides the one at Yonkers. It's gonna have that's gonna happen later in the day. It's it's harness
0: racing heaven tomorrow, no question about it. And uh You know, hope the weather can, uh, you know, hold out at at both venues. Um, And, you know, there was kind of some controversy about, uh, you know, when the International Trot Day was named, um, you know, with all the action going on at the Red Mile. But, you know, in, in hindsight, I think it's great for harness racing to have a big day. You know, it is. at a couple it is. of different so. venues. And and absolutely, the Red Mile, you know, just, just flipping through this program, is just absolutely stacked. You have a lot of storylines here. And the Mr. Big, you know, you've got the state treasurer just been completely dominant. McWicked's actually trying to get back in the form. you got, you know, the ageless one foiled again in that race. Just, I mean, such great races. You've got the fantastic three-year-old filly. You know, Toronto Mission Brief, and uh, a little bit of a long shot I like in that race when we get to it. And, uh, I mean, just storylines all over the place. Great, great races, of course. Tacto's got five in the Kentucky Futurity, and, and uh, you know, you've got the uh, the Tattersall's pace, too. I mean, just with Lost for Words, who was so giant in uh, the little brown jug. When Roger Houston said that there – should not have been a winner in that or a loser in that race. There should not have been a loser in that race because Wiggly Jiggly Jiggly took the headlines, but I'll tell you
1: what, Lost for Words brought it, man. Lost for Words brought it. Totally. I was there that day and Lost for Words definitely, you know, he he was there to throw down. There was no doubt about it. Uh, You know, another horse that is an interesting uh, horse that's going to show up and actually qualified really well at the Red Mile is d or D-1. Uh, you know, this horse came from overseas. It's Sovala on May the 30th and was third and raced at, it looks like Char- possibly Charlottetown the week before, excuse me, not Charlottetown, somewhere in Sweden the week before and went 156 and four. And all of a sudden came over here to the Meadowlands on Hamiltonian day, went three quarters and 23 and three and won easily. And, uh, I think a couple of us hit that horse that's paying $15, uh, for a $1 investment, most of the bets over here are $2. So I'll tell you what, D1 is definitely the one to watch. And the Kentucky fraternity is the last race of the day. Uh, Pinkman, golly, he cannot catch a break post-wise. I'll tell you what, Pinkman draws post-9, and that has got to be very disappointing for Jimmy Tactor. Granted, he gets yannick on back today, but you got Crazy Wow. You've got the bank, Aldebaran Eagle. Uh, that field is just so competitive. How do you overcome post-9?
0: Well, the good thing about uh, post nine is that it is a mile track, so there'll be plenty of time for Pinkman to, you know, to settle in. But uh, yeah, you're right, and uh, you know, Crazy Wow I think is really going to be, and I, I guess it's kind of obvious, but crazy, that's going to be the, the storyline there. You know, Crazy Wow has been uh, crazy good the last couple of times. Just lost to Pinkman in the Canadian Trotting Derby, and uh, gets a, a pretty good post advantage uh, this time around for the uh, rematch and, uh, you know, you get Tim Dietrich for Ron Burnt. But uh, once again, Jimmy Tackler, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of, he's you know, he's got the race. I mean, he's got five of them in there. Uh, you know, we've been talking about the bank. Uh, you know, forever uh, since the Hamiltonian, and this horse has uh, really been good. I mean, is he's quite as good as Pinkman? Obviously not, but uh, you know, with a post advantage like that, I mean, anything could happen, and the bank can certainly uh, turn the tables. You know, Uncle Lassay, Lassay has been right there. Uh, just a great, great, great race, and I think the storyline is going to develop with Pinkman from the outside. Uh, I have no doubt he can overcome the post, but Willie that day. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see.
1: Uh, I'll tell you who I'm very surprised is 12-1 to on the morning line, and that is uh, French Laundry uh, from post two. Granted, this horse won the old oaken bucket easily, I mean, by two and three-quarter lengths. Didn't do so well in the Canadian trotting classic over the elimination or the Yonkers trot, but this horse can go in 54. That's a second almost two- Seconds faster than some of these have been going, minus Pinkman. I'll tell you, from the inside, who knows? Who knows? French Maundry might uh, might sneak up and get one.
0: Yeah, and Brett Miller likes to uh, upset. You've got to keep an eye on Brett Miller in, in long shots in these particular races, and he's uh, right there again in post two. And, uh, you know, the trip figures to be pretty decent uh, on paper, you know, and, and uh, I'll tell you, certainly a long shot to consider. I mean, if, if you're wagering on the card, um, you know it's probably in your multi race wage's probably a good idea to uh try to I, well obviously, I think you have to put Pinkman in, but I think it's a pretty good idea to give yourself a couple of other uh, you know chances in
1: that race in case Pinkman doesn't bring it. You'll be doing yourself a favor, yeah, definitely, I mean, crazy wilds in the race, you've got a lot of horses that really have a shot, you know, I'm not a big fan of chris fashion. Uh, even though I'll tell you what, the race at freehold two starts back looked really good. Uncle Assay's in here. kanipa Hanover's another one. There's a lot of very good horses in this race. And, uh, hey, Mike, it looks like we have a, it looks like we have a caller.
0: Well, t- take it away, Mike. You've got the, uh, you're
1: on the production. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hello. You're, uh, live with post time with Mike and Mike, and this is. Hey, this is Brandon. Brandon, uh, we, uh, talking about the international trot. Uh, what kind of question do you have? I was wondering if you knew where you can get, um, past performances for the European horses. Okay. Uh, Mike and I were actually just talking about that. Weren't we, Mike? Yes, sir. <laughs> we were talking about, uh, that you can get, visit harnessracingamerica.com under the handicapping section. They have a supplement to the program and it has all of the, uh, charted lines and they're unofficial of course but they're mostly uh to help you out. And I'll tell you what it's definitely helped me out in my handicapping. awesome. Awesome. So who do you guys like in race? Uh good question. Uh, Mike, who who do you like in this in the international travel?
0: You gotta go with the you gotta go with the lady against the boys. You gotta go with being a magician. I mean, you know, just uh, for sentiments. I mean, she's brought her A game here in 2015. She's on the grand stage now, and uh, her form is sharp. And uh, I'm certainly not going to go against
1: it. <laughs> Brandon, uh, you're, you're joining us for the first time, so uh, tell us as a viewer who you like or listener who you like. Um, I I really like Friatine in this spot. Actually, he's coming off few really tough trips. Uh he he raced really well last time out in the U E T masters final. And uh with the rail draw I think they're gonna be really aggressive with him here and I, I'm really liking him in this spot. All right. Well uh, we'll definitely uh it's definitely gonna be a fun race to watch. Well Brandon, we appreciate you uh taking time out to uh give us a call. Oh well, thanks for uh taking the call. No problem at all. All right. Well, that was our uh, that was our very first phone call. Well, we know again. that works. And,
0: might- once, again, and, w- and w- once again, ladies and gentlemen, keep this in mind: this is a test show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we're obviously trying to work out the kinks because when we get this thing up and rolling, uh, you know, on a, on a permanent basis, on a weekly basis, or whatever the case may be, um, you know, we just want to make sure that we do not have any technical issues. And this is our first time dealing with blog talk radio. So we really don't, you know, we really didn't know what to expect to be quite honest, Um, you know, and and it's, uh, it's quite intricate. The, uh, although it's kind of easy to, to, you know, uh, I mean, a a long time radio guy and, and, uh, but I'll tell you what, Mike, back in 2002, then 2001, it was a lot different than it is in 2015, my friend, let me tell you, as far as the production side of, of, of radio goes
1: yeah no i I totally agree when I was looking at the studio part of this anyway it was you know it was probably one of the easier uh one of the easier um, layouts i think and me and you were talking about how easy it was to uh work and uh so so we've got about let's see the the timer up here says six minutes we got a outro that lasts about a minute and eight seconds so we got about four and a half minutes Let's you know closing thoughts and uh what we think about this weekend's card Mike go ahead.
0: Well, it's a great day for harness racing, I mean, both at Red Mile and Yonkers. And, uh, you know, it's kind of an interesting little concept because you've got the mile track and you've got the half-mile track, and, and you've got uh, great drivers, great horses at, at both different facilities, and and it's really going to be a great, great day for uh, for harness racing. And uh, so if you're a harness racing fan, uh, which we would imagine that you would be, uh, you know, turning into this show – uh then uh, tomorrow is your day. Now tomorrow night, um if uh you know if the action at Red Mile and Yonkers isn't enough for you, uh you can uh, certainly check out all the action at Rosecroft at six forty and that's where I'll be tomorrow, Mr. Carter.
1: Oh, you're filling in at the cross tomorrow night, huh? I,
0: I will I will be at Rosecroft tomorrow night and uh and uh looking forward to some good racing there. And uh and of course you know Harris Philly Uh, I'll give a cheap plug to Harris Philadelphia races live every Wednesday, (laughs) Thursday, Friday, Sunday, 1240. And then your uh, opening day, don't know yet for Buffalo, right?
1: Yeah, we're sometime in the middle of January. It's still being discussed. And uh, the other thing, too, uh, Mike, we want to mention that the Breeders' Crown is coming up in a couple weeks, and that will be our grand poobah, so to speak. It will be our kickoff show. Um, Our regular show will be on Thursday nights. Uh, We think we're going to go with right around 7 o'clock. And uh, it lasted an hour until 8 o'clock. But our Breeders' Crown special, we will cover the majority of the races live from Woodbine Racetrack in Toronto, Canada. So it's a, that's going to be a fun night. I can't wait for that. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, as
0: far as this show is concerned, and, and what we're going to do over the next uh, couple days um, and a little bit little while, is uh, we are going to go with these test shows And uh, we'll be uh, putting these on from time to time. And and, uh, we really don't have no really set time of when they're going to be there. Um, But we're really trying to work out the kinks. And and I know these things are archived. So if you just happen to catch one of these particular broadcasts, don't hold hold it against us, if you will. Because we've got uh, a vision for where we want this show to go. And and we've got uh, some cool segments lined up um you know we're going to do some interviews it's certainly going to be very interactive we're going to take fans emails we're going to uh, do the twitter they have a chat thing um i believe uh, right here on blog talk radio where you could uh, chat with us uh during the broadcast and uh, it's going to be a really really fun show that uh, will not only inform but entertain and that is our goal and uh that's what we're going to do so we certainly appreciate it. if you happen to catch this show Uh, Even though I didn't think there was too many technical glitches, I think we did pretty good, Mike, but uh, if if you happen to catch this show, yeah, particularly on an archive, if you happen to catch this show, please forgive any technical glitches, but that's why we're going to have these test shows, because we're going to get all this stuff ironed out, because when we get the ball rolling, we're going to be uh, going like a fine-oiled machine. At least that's the hopes.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Definitely, and uh, feel free to reach out to us uh, via email. It's ptmikeandmike at yahoo dot com. Uh, we'll answer your emails. If you send us an email, you know what? Who knows? Maybe you will get it answered next time on the show. And uh, you know, there will be a lot of there's a lot of things coming, and we're we're pretty excited about it.
0: Right, and we're we're also going to get the social media engine running too. Am I right, Mike? We'll have a Facebook and we'll have a Twitter. And, uh, you know, so we'll have the social media covered and uh, we're, we're going to, you know, make a go at this. And uh, I mean, harness racing is a fantastic game. It's a fantastic sport. And, uh, you know, if if you're a newcomer uh, or if you're a, a veteran fan uh, like we are, um, you know, we're, we're going to try to make a go of this thing. And uh, it's going to be a very fun experience,
1: Mr. Carter. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, for Mike Bos, I'm Michael Carter. We thank you so much for joining us here post time with Mike and Mike. We hope to see you back next time. uh keep visiting our page to see what our next show is and we thank you for joining us. Have a great one.